I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, a virtual studio and community that exists to merge astrology, mindfulness, and meditation. My intention is to support your spiritual well-being to allow yourself to come back into harmony. I'm an astrologer and mindfulness meditation teacher, and I created this podcast for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention through astrology. I want to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so that you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life that you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. to today's episode of Be Mindful Podcast. Today I'm here with Brittany Washroom, who owns Intuitive Home in Kelowna. Is that correct? Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we connected on Instagram, just like randomly connected because we have like the same interests with spiritual accounts. And I was very intrigued by what she does because like when I was younger, I wanted to be an interior designer, like random fact, but um, so I've always, I'm very gravitated towards like design and stuff, but I thought it was really interesting to see that someone offers um, like crystal placement and like clearing the like energy in your home. I have my Reiki, so I'm like all about mm. the energy clearing and everything, but I'll pass it off to Brittany to introduce herself and more of what she does. Yeah. Hi guys. Uh, My name is Brittany and I'm the owner of Intuitive Home here in Kelowna, BC, British Columbia. Um, Yeah. So I do mindful interior decorating. So all the finishing touches in any home as well as crystal placement and then saging of the home as well. Mm -hmm. And um, how did you kind of get like started in that? Like, did you study interior design? Um, I didn't go to school for it, actually. I, funny enough, I went to school for fashion school, but, um, the more business end of it, visual merchandising business end of it. So a little bit of background at that part. And then, um, after I was done, there was just nothing really in where I lived to kind of go into that career. So I was just kind of figuring out, um, what I wanted to do next. And that's when I found a job at a home decor consignment store actually and I worked there for four and a half years and that's kind of basically where I learned everything I know to this day from that job Um, anything from doing displays um, height differences in decor how to um, do like a table setting coffee table setting um, yeah anything like that so that's kind of how I got started in the interior design decorating world. And then um, after that job, I knew that I wanted to get further up in that industry. So I got a job at an interior design showroom. And then, um, yeah, that's where I am today on top of having my own business. And then how did you get into the like crystals and energy protection? Is that something you've always done and then kind of like weaved it into the mindful interior decorating? Yeah. So, um, I mean, as a child, I would always collect rocks. It's just something I would do. And, um, I mean, I still to, to this day still do that. And, um, I just knew when I was kind of brainstorming the idea of starting a business, I knew I had to have the spiritual side to my business. Cause that's just what I do on a daily basis in my everyday life. And, um, 
when I was thinking about it, I realized, well, I do work with crystals every day. I meditate with them. Um, and I also do clearings, saging of my friends' homes when they want it and my home as well. So it was kind of a no brainer that I wanted those two things to be a part of my business. Okay. And then I'll use that to like move into your chart with the astrology part of this. So, um, you're Scorpio. So like the things you've heard about being a Scorpio, um, like that you see online or Instagram with like memes or just info, like, do you really resonate with it? It's actually funny. Cause I don't think I relate to like half of the things that are said about Scorpios. <laughs> Scorpios can be one of the most like hated on signs I don't know why my grandma's a Scorpio and I love her she's like wonderful with the, like the energy and everything so um I don't know it's there's like these weird um things about Scorpios I'm a Gemini and there's a lot of bad things out there about Gemini's as well I don't know right. why but it's just like <laughs> we're easy targets I don't know but yeah 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 I would say um like, I don't know, Scorpios, they say they're a little bit more, I guess, out there a little bit more crazy with their energy. Um, and why I say that I don't really relate to a lot of the things that are said about Scorpios, because I'm a very, I don't know, I would say I'm a pretty calm and like cool collected person. And um, yeah, that's where we're a little misguided with the characteristics that go along with Scorpios. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wish I could, I can share my screen, but I wish I could show you like what I'm looking at, but, um, you have your sun in Scorpio and it's at 29 degrees. So, um, when we see this, it's like the last degree of Scorpio. So like the next day it became Sagittarius season, but that means okay. you're at like the highest evolved sign of a Scorpio. So it's like, wow. yeah, it's kind of like, um, a lot of your degrees, some of them are like higher. I always attribute it to being like old soul energy. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then your Mercury's there, your Venus is in Scorpio, Jupiter, and then Pluto. So you have like a oh. bunch of it. Yeah. Um, so like that can be described as like your mind might be like investigative a little bit with things. Like you might want to like dig deeper to find things out. Um, yeah. Venus is a love planet. So like, if you are like dating someone, you might just really like, uh, it's like, there's an attachment, like it's like for mm -hmm. life kind of, or like your friends, you love them hard. Like that's yeah. how it goes. And yeah. then, um, Jupiter and Scorpio means you like expand through or like spiritual woo woo, anything out there just brings you joy and you love it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, the Pluto and Scorpio is like your generation. So like everyone in your generation, I feel like, like the late eighties, it's the millennials is mm -hmm. like, um, all about like the healing work and all of that, I think comes from the Pluto mm -hmm. and Scorpio. That's very cool. I love that. And then what else can I say about your chart? It's the Pisces moon. So it's very like a dreamy and creative and like very sensitive, like kind of emotional body, but like you have you, you might live in your own world sometimes. That's at least how I feel with the Pisces moon. So yes. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the like biggest creative or like dreamer signs. So mm. yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a dreamer for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
And then the last thing I'll say is you have Mars and your North node in Sagittarius. So um, Sagittarius is fire, which like most people don't like they, people say water signs are more like spiritual or intuitive, but I feel like fire signs also are. Sagittarius is known as like the truth seeker, like you're on a quest for the mm -hmm. truth or something. And most of the time it's through like higher learning or philosophy and things like that. Right. Yeah, I definitely connect with that as well. I'm always trying to like learn. I love self-help books. So I'm always trying to learn or teach myself something new in ways of healing my mindset or ways of perceiving life. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've never seen someone with five Scorpio placements. So that's so cool. <laughs> and your energy is so calm. Like I can pick up energy through Zoom and sometimes yeah. people's energy is like like, I don't know, it just comes off weird, but you are very, like, you feel so grounded through the, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, so, um, are there, like, certain things that people can do in their homes, like, if they, let's say, like, I have a bowl of crystals, for example, that I just, like, have, is there, like, a way that I can take them and kind of put them in places to, like, best help the energy flow or anything like that? Yeah, so depending on which ones you have, um, there's obviously going to be different crystals that are going to benefit each room in different ways. So, for example, like black tourmaline um, is all about protection of your home and your aura. So that's a great one to have in the entryway, um, as well as selenite. And then um, there's ones you can strategically place like in your living room your bathroom bedroom that help with sleep and just kind of relaxing and soothing um if you're somebody that's wanting a very like calm household uh, to come home and feel really relaxed then you're gonna want um i would say probably like a clear quartz or amethyst in your living room um yeah and then yeah, I would just say there's different categories to every crystal that you can place in each room to help heal and help benefit you in those specific areas. Okay. Yeah, I have um, the selenite, like I have a little one, but it's not yeah. by my front door. So I should do that because I have a little like table that's like right yeah. by my front door that I have my like, um, it almost looks like one of those altars. I didn't even intend it to be like that, but I have all my Oracle decks there. And then um, I have a little thing of sage on like a uh, marble. I think it's supposed to be a coaster, but I just think it's like looks decorative. <laughs> and then um, like a candle and then like a bowl of crystals. So Cute. yeah. Um, and then can someone like figure out what kind of crystals that they need for their home if they're feeling like certain types of energy? Yeah, so um, usually when somebody is interested in learning more about that, I'll usually do um, like a customized crystal guide up for them. So it shows you kind of the beginner crystals, I guess, that I always suggest to people that are just starting out with them and where to place them in your home in each room. And then, um, yeah, again, being part of my service, then I would come in and help you place them and um, kind of show you ways of using them and decorating with them as well. Okay. Should there be crystals in your kitchen? It's like a random question I have. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a tough one because 
for the most part, you want to keep your kitchen like very minimalist and clean just because you're obviously cooking and there's a lot of people in a kitchen. Um, But if you have like open shelving, um, kind of like higher up, or maybe if you have like a little dish by your stove or maybe somewhere that's kind of out of the way, maybe on a cabinet or something, um, then I would say definitely keep like maybe carnelian or you can do um, like pyrite is a good one as well. It's all for motivation, communication. Um, So if you have, you know, like a dinner party or people over, then it kind of just creates more of like a communicative bubbly energy in that environment. Yeah. Okay. I have both of those. So I'm just like, (laughs) I just need to like move them, I guess, in the right spots. Yeah. (laughs) I have too many crystals probably, but I don't know if there's such thing as too many. I don't know. I have definitely been told I'm a bit of a hoarder. So I think you're probably fine. Okay. (laughs) And then um, I guess, how did you, like, have you done Reiki? Like, how did you get into the whole energy protection or clearing the energy out of your space? Um, yeah, I do go to Reiki uh, a few times every year. I love Reiki personally. I always get like the best experiences off of it. Um, but when it comes to the saging clearing part, um, I went through like a huge spiritual awakening probably about four or five years ago. And that's when I kind of got reintroduced into crystals. And then I just kind of got intuitively guided into introducing sage and cleansing as well. Um, And I've just, I've experienced nothing but positive benefits off of it. So that's kind of how I introduced myself into it. And then um, I always ask everybody like what mindfulness means to them. So, and you said you like meditate with the crystals. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mindfulness is basically self-awareness. So um, obviously being self-aware in the decisions that you make every day, your choices, a big thing for me is your purchases and where you're purchasing anything from. Um, I always love to support local shops in my community and just supporting those small run businesses. Um, and then, yeah, meditation, I try to do every day, um, trying to go out in nature, which is a huge healer I believe in. And, um, yoga is another one. Um, I love doing tarot card readings as well. So just being self-aware of who you're surrounded with, what you're surrounded by, and, um, basically what can heal you at the end of the day and keep you aligned and centered. And I feel like you just answered this question. I asked like how you explore (laughs) mindfulness in your day-to-day, but I think you kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess just because as a Gemini, I'm really like nosy with questions, but with all that water energy, like um, I, like I have a water moon and I'm cancer rising and Mm -hmm. I feel like I pick up people's energy sometimes and it's so like, it's too much. I just like want to come home and I don't want to leave my home because it's too much out there. Do you ever feel that way? Yeah, I'm pretty sensitive with energies. Um, yeah, I can walk into a room and and know immediately if I should be there or not. It's probably sounds a little crazy to some people, but yeah, I know right off the bat if I should be there. And then 
meeting new people as well, I can get um, a sense of an energy off of them as well. Mm -hmm. I experienced that too. Do you, have you found ways to like block it if it's like bad energy or something you're not like you're picking up? Yeah. If it's off of people, um, I usually try to set like a time limit on how long I'm like with that person. And then, um, when I get home, I just try to like cleanse myself. And if that's either using sage or working with crystals or meditating just to kind of clear that energy. Yeah. I find with, um, like water energy, when I read charts, it's just like, everyone sort of says that it's like they, we have like the strongest um like detectors of it I don't know but um maybe one other thing is um just to always keep an open mind to people that are interested in learning more about crystals or introducing them into their homes um, I know a lot of people are kind of hesitant at first because either they don't know anything about them, um, what they can actually do, or they're sometimes they get people say that they're scared to work with them. Um, so I would just say, try to be as open-minded as possible. And um, if you can find somebody like myself to really sit down with and understand the benefits and how they can um, heal you in every aspect of life, then that would be the first thing. Um, but I truly believe in crystals because they are, I've seen nothing but positive benefits for myself in a healing perspective. Um, and that's just, yeah, that's why it's part of my business. I believe in it wholeheartedly. So being open-minded to it all. <laughs> do you wear like crystals on you as well? Like in jewelry form? I do actually have two on right now. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm so curious though, like, why do people think they're bad? I know I've had some people just say like, they're, they're just cute and decorative like, around my like place. They're not doing anything. And I'm like, but everything right. has an energy, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think people are just, I think it has to come down to again, the open-mindedness. I think people just aren't open enough or don't know enough about the energy aspect to our lives, I guess that it kind of closes them off to wanting to know more about them. Um, I'd probably say that's, that could be what it is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Yeah. I think I gave my, my aunt is a Scorpio as well. And I gave her, like I hosted a meditation class this summer at like a lavender field. And I gave her crystals, like everyone who came, I gave them a little like zodiac bag like for their oh, sign and she was like what do I do with these and I'm like you <laughs> I'm like well like you can like hold them to be calm you can have them on your laptop when you're working at home you can just put them somewhere and they look pretty like she like didn't know what to do oh um, but I feel like she I don't know I feel like she as a Scorpio she like intuitively knows what to do but she's not in that um like spiritual side at, as of right now I don't know right yeah. Yeah. And I think that has to come down with it too, is everybody's at a different point in their, I mean, life's journey, but also their spiritual journey. So if you're not quite stepped into that yet, then that's not going to be something that you're going to think of to introduce into your lifestyle as well. Yeah. Um, 
Jupiter, like the planet of Jupiter right now, it's in Aquarius, but on, I think, December 28th, it will move into Pisces, which I'm excited for because it's apparently more people will be open to all of this like stuff, like spiritual stuff, woo stuff. It's because it'll Mm -hmm. be like this collective energy for the year. So I mean, like, I'm hoping that's true because I love it and it's like helped me and I feel like more people need that like collective feeling energy. So yes. Yeah. I've heard that too. I've heard um actually I forget what it was but I read something by 2024 we're going to be going through if it's true or not um kind of like a huge worldly spiritual awakening Mm -hmm. where everybody's going to be a little bit more open-minded and just entering that spiritual journey in their lives Mm -hmm. which I think is going to be a huge healing part to everybody's life as well yeah So what that, like why that, I'll explain why it's like, so right now we have Saturn in Aquarius, which is why there's talks of like freedom comes up a lot. And then um, that's kind of setting us up the planet of Pluto, which is like the farthest one out. Um, It's like at the very end of Capricorn right now. So in 2024, it moves into Aquarius, which is the sign of like um, having your own like autonomy and sovereignty over yourself, freedom, you're your own authority. So it's like a big, don't tell me what to do energy. Like you just mm. want to live your life for you. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think will kind of happen. I don't know what will happen exactly in the world, but I think it's like November. It's in November in 2024, I think. Well, I'll be waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Um, how did you get started in astrology or when did you get started? Well, it's my grandma, my Scorpio grandma. So when I was younger, she would um, like, she'd ask me to read her the horoscope in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. So I'd read her hers and then she'd be like, okay, you're Gemini, read yours. And I had no idea what that meant, but I would just read the Gemini one. And then um, when I was like 13 or 14, there's like a book fair at school. And I bought like a book of birthdays and I went around and I read everybody (laughs) their like birthday. So I've like always been into it. But um, it was at my yoga teacher training almost three years ago now where we had like one class was about astrology and numerology. And I was like, oh, God, there's a whole chart. And I just dove in and I just have not come out of that yet. So, oh, amazing. Yeah, it's a pretty special thing when you can not randomly, but kind of out of nowhere, find what your, I guess, gift is in life and just like go wholeheartedly into it yeah like I became a yoga teacher like sort of certified to teach yoga but like I don't teach yoga I read charts instead but I had to go I had to go through that process so it's really interesting yeah yeah I love that advice from a Scorpio that you have for everyone listening okay um oh put on the spot (laughs) (laughs) um I mean as simple as, as it is I would just say a huge thing right now everybody needs is to share love and just be kind to everybody because we truly don't know what anybody else is going through in life. 
um, and just to be there for every single person and to share more love rather than hate because I think the world needs that a lot of it right now. If you loved today's episode, do not forget to share it with a friend or on social media or leave a review or rating below and make sure to tag us on social media at Be Mindful Studio or Be Mindful Podcast if you share it. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an episode idea that you would like covered, don't be afraid to message me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you and stay in touch. Thank you so much again for your support, and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode. Thank you.